Welcome to From the Hive, our new show here on KALA. Uh, I am Ryan Schistel, joined by Sierra Mari and Bailey Winfrey. You will also be hearing a segment a little later on from our own Anna Berry. Uh, this show is called From the Hive. The Hive is in the bottom floor of Cosgrove Hall on the campus of St. Ambrose University. But we're doing it a little bit different today. We are at our home base in the hallway of the KLA radio station. First off, Bailey, Sarah, how are we today? I'm doing really well, thank you. Better now that it's warm and not snowing like it was <laughs> yesterday. So for the first episode of From the Hive for this spring 2023 term, uh, we're just going to talk about what we did over winter break, uh, how the school year started, and our plans for spring break. So I'll start it off with Bailey. Bailey, uh, what did you do over winter break? So I was probably like the average student and I spent my entire winter break working and I'm native to the Quad Cities so I was working for Springfield Armory, um, just working in the warehouse. And then the last week of our break, I went out to California to see two of my best friends. And then how has your school year started and you got any big plans for spring break? So my school year started and it's still off to a slow note. I am a senior, so I'm graduating in May, but I do have a full 18 credit load. So I'm just waiting for that moment in the semester where it really picks up and I am trying to keep my head above the water. But as for spring break, um, me and all of my friends are going to Nashville. We're actually planning that all tonight and getting stuff booked. Nice. I mean, that sounds really fun. Uh, I'll go now because we're going to hear from Sierra in a little bit. Uh, For me, uh, winter break was pretty boring. Just kind of sat at home, hung out with friends. I was supposed to work. I normally shovel for the elderly, but there really wasn't (laughs) too much snow actually over winter break in Chicago, which is where I'm from. So uh, I actually started doing DoorDash. I became a DoorDash driver. Mm -hmm. That actually made surprisingly good money. I actually saw you on the Dean's List, Ryan, and you are really from Chicago. I am Because I like to say I'm from Chicago, and I'm really not. I'm from Crystal Lake. No, I am actually from the south side of Chicago. Um, In the city. And not, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm like 20 minutes outside from like downtown, downtown Chicago, but I'm still in the Chicago boundaries. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, so (laughs) there really wasn't much work for me to be doing with... (laughs) <laughs> limited to <laughs> there really wasn't much work for me to do with limited to no snow um but i did about a week and a half before coming back to school have surgery i'd have oral surgery um that was not fun those next couple days afterwards really even a full week afterwards um you know just a lot of pain a lot of taking medication stuff like that i was i was really nervous to come back here and start doing sports and radio shows what oral surgeries you have uh i had to have a dental implant put in at least step one of the process um i have a fake tooth yeah um so yeah i had to get something put in i won't go into the details on air at least because it was a little gross but yeah just a lot of medications Mm -hmm. and painkillers i had to take and then came back up felt perfectly fine so i was pretty happy about that That's good. I could see why you would be nervous, though, because you're always on air talking with sports and everything. Like, that's freaky. Yeah, well, because when I first started talking afterwards, every word just hurt to say. So I got real nervous that I wouldn't be able to talk. Um, I did go to the Old Dominion concert 
at the what was Tax Slayer Center. I think it's called like Vibrant Arena now. Vibrant Arena at the Mark. Yes. So I went there for the Old Dominion concert the weekend we all came back to school, which was unbelievable. They put on a great show. I want to see Morgan Wallen. He is expensive, but he is somebody I want to go see. I know. I looked mm. at the tickets, and I was like, as a college student, I simply cannot afford that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the school year has started out pretty well for me. Like you said, Bailey, it's kind of just moving slow still at this point. But, you know, I'm, I'm ready for it to pick up and all that. Um, and then for spring break, I really don't have too, too many plans. I guess the biggest thing for right now would be... Um, my mom's sister and I are going to fly to Phoenix, Arizona, meet my aunt, uncle, and little cousins down there. And I think we're just going to hang out for a few days, get an Airbnb, and mm. maybe go watch some spring training baseball since we're all pretty big sports fans. That sounds, sounds really good. Oh I, my know, I, I will say, because spring break last year wasn't that warm in Chicago. So I looked it up. It's like 70 right now in Phoenix already so wow. i'm excited already my friend is actually studying abroad in costa rica right now Araya, and she is saying how it's 70 degrees out and all that but it's kind of like cold over there or something like that i'm like oh my gosh no here what is it today it's like 20 right now literally 28 but it feels like 18 it feels like it's negative two my in friend my texted me and she lives in Southern California, and it is currently 70 degrees. Yeah. Well, what are we doing in the Midwest? Well, right? you think the Midwest is bad. New Hampshire actually just set a record for the coldest day in America ever. It was negative 108 degrees Fahrenheit there. Like, I'll I guess, visit the Northeast, but I don't think that I could stop. ever live there. No, I think they said, like, negative there was a warning that, there was, like, a warning that went out that said, like, if you outside, like, you could freeze to death in a matter of a minute, so... <laughs> What's Alaska at right now? Oh, I Let's don't know. Look. This has quickly turned into a weather show, and I, I like it. <laughs> Stop. None what of us Alaska? are getting degrees in that. No. That's insane. I mean, yes, the East Coast is super freezing, so if in the wintertime, like, if you really want the warm, you got to go to the South or the West. At it the, is currently 26 in Alaska. I'm going to say at the regional airport, for Alaska, it's 11 degrees there with a real feel of 12. So really, it doesn't feel much colder than it does here. And then overseas, back in South Korea, it's pretty much the same kind of weather here, you know. Uh, over winter break, I did study abroad in South Korea for three weeks. And we will talk about that in a little bit. Yes. For right now, we're going to send it to Anna Vary, who did a little segment. So we're going to send it over to Anna. Hello from the Hive listeners. This is Anna Berry buzzing in to let you know what's happening on the campus of St. Ambrose University as well as in the Quad Cities community. Today, I'm highlighting an event that I am excited to share with you guys. St. Ambrose is hosting an annual event, Be Curious, Explore STEAM, on Tuesday, February 21st from 4 to 7 p.m. in the Rogalski Ballroom. Many local Quad Cities elementary and middle school students have been invited to Ambrose to learn more about STEAM, the education fields of science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. This is a great opportunity for elementary and middle school students to understand what STEAM is all about through the SAU campus. There will be lots of fun activities and tables hosted by SAU clubs, Quad Cities local businesses, and other community organizations to help spread the joy about being a part of STEAM. This will sure be a great event and experience for the elementary and middle school students, as well as the clubs and organizations involved. 
Spreading the word about STEAM and the impactful opportunities that people have because of it will surely interest younger students. If you would like to help out and be a part of this event, you can. This is a great volunteering opportunity for St. Ambrose students. Volunteers are needed to decorate the Rogalski Ballroom, check students in for the event, and tear down the event afterwards. Volunteers will also get a free t-shirt and free food. If you would like to volunteer, contact Dr. Dennis Terezzi, and if you'd like to host a table at the event, you can contact Teresa Barber or Don Henning at their St. Ambrose email address. That's it for now from the Hive listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into my portion of the show. Once again, I'm Anna Vary, and I'm sending you back to the Hive. Welcome back to From the Hive. It's Ryan, Bailey, and Sierra. Uh, great job by Anna, like always, with her segment. So Bailey and I already talked about what we did over winter break, our school year, and our spring break plans, but Sierra, you had a lot more to unpack than Sierra we did. So had an eventful yes. winter break, and I cannot wait to hear about it. And yeah, normally I don't really be, I don't do a lot, you know, I'm just always working, waitressing and everything, but I treated myself this winter. I used all my waitressing tips to go to South Korea for three weeks because it literally was my high school dream. Like, I've always wanted to go. and Why South Korea? Okay, so everybody asked me that, but the reason why I specifically wanted to go to South Korea was because I really wanted to try the food. I really wanted to, like, get a first-hand experience at the music and the entertainment industry because it's so big over there, and I just like the culture. And I really just wanted to get, like, a first-hand opportunity there which I did receive because I actually went for three weeks and like I said before the weather is pretty much the same over here as it is there the sun was shining but there was like a breeze you know so at least the sun was out I will say it was always weird like if I woke up at 7 a.m. over break or something I would get a snapchat from you or other people that were in the study abroad program and you guys would be like getting ready to go to bed and I'd be like oh I'm just waking up to start my day the difference in time is literally 15 hours ahead. Like, I was in the future. It's the next day over there. But, and it was kind of difficult to FaceTime my mom, you know, because of the time difference. But she's a night owl. She, you know, has some insomnia issues. So she's fine, you know? <laughs> what was the travel like? Because it is such a far, like, time jump Literally. Ahead. Um, we took Turkish Airlines over there. And, I mean, the flight was all right. I just cared about getting there. I didn't even care about the travel process. But it was 13 hours to Turkey, Istanbul, Turkey. We did a nine-hour layover and then like a 10-hour flight to Seoul. So it was literally, what, 26 hours or something like that of flying, traveling, everything. And I was so happy to get to Seoul. You have no idea. I was so happy. The fatigue really got the best of me, but I was just excited to be there because, like I said, it was my high school dream. We went to literally so many different sites. We did go, because it's a study abroad, you know, it's not really a vacation abroad. So we went to Dongguk University, where we, like, did presentations, we studied, because it was for communications and international studies. Um, Like, three credits in that. And so that's what we did. And then in between class times, we would go to... Like, we went to a prison one day, Um, we went to different museums, we traveled so much, like, at the end of the day, I literally, I feel like my legs, I gained so many muscles, like, in my legs, oh my gosh, we were walking all the time. 
Um, and then the food was immaculate to say the least, literally they, but here's the thing, like the food isn't really salty over there. You know, like I was craving salt from America, but it was kind of like sweet, you know, like I would have a burger and you could just taste every ingredient, not because it was fresh. Well, it was, but also because like the patty, the burger patty didn't really have a lot of seasoning, you know? So, okay. Obviously, I mean... Korea sounds fun. Yeah. I I, like, I personally have never really thought about going to mm-hmm. Korea, um, but like you do make it sound fun. Other people I've talked to have made it sound fun. Uh, who were the professors you went with? I went with Dr. Kim, who is, who works in the political science department here at St. Ambrose, and also Jim Bauman, who works for the commun- communications department at St. Ambrose. And my major is international studies, and my minor is communication in Spanish. So it just it was like the best combination of the two, you know, because we would learn about political science and communications. It wasn't like separate classes. It was the same thing, just meshed together. And they did a really good job meshing it together. So you guys obviously fly back from South Korea. Did you stop in Turkey again on the way back? Yes. So I've heard that Turkey's got like one of the best airports in the yeah. world. Uh, our boss, Dave Baker, who's in his office right now, he <laughs> Hi, Dave. seems to love. Hi, Dave. He seems to love the Turkish airport. Uh, was it everything that people made it out to be? No. Uh, to be honest, the best thing there was the baklava, which is the best treat ever. It's so good. I don't even know how to describe it. It was a pistachio baklava, and it's like a dessert, you know? Uh, kind of like a cake format, but like a croissant mesh type it's thing. It's like honey and yeah, pistachio. Yeah. Oh, so you've like had, a, have you had it too? Yeah. Interesting. It's, like it's so good. Dough, like a pastry dough? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Like croissant type thing. I don't know, but it was so good. But the airport in Korea was nicer and hmm. more modern than the one in Turkey. It just felt so like no one was there literally it was that big that nobody it looked like we were the only people there and also the stores closed down super early in the Istanbul one I was really surprised okay rate one being the best airport and the three being the worst airport you were in with your trip there well hold on where did you guys fly out of Chicago I assume yeah but like O'Hare 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 is gonna be last no what Okay. Oh, O'Hare's the worst. I'm from Chicago. O'Hare is the worst. But I'm used to O'Hare. Like, I like O'Hare, you know, because I, I, I'm used to it. So it's like, O'Hare's like a two. The Korean was really like a one. It was so nice and clean. And then Turkey, it was just boring. Turkey's the three? It was boring. Like, it was big, uh. but you know what? Like, size is not always, like, you know, the best thing. Like, it's the quality, for real. And the Korean one was the best. See, here's the thing. Like... <laughs> Being in Chicago, there are two airports. You got O'Hare, you got Midway. I live closer to yeah. Midway. O'Hare is more of the international, but, I mean, Midway, that's where, like, my family and I are always flying out yeah. of. I love Midway. I think it's awesome. They got great restaurants in there. But every time I feel like I've ever flown out of O'Hare or even, like, drop people off at O'Hare, it is just the worst experience because I just feel like... It's almost like trashy to me. See, I've only mm. o- ever flown out of O'Hare once. Like, it is I'm flying. It I'm is trashier, but it's just so like it's so Chicago, and you just have it's, to be there. It's Flights like, are cheaper out of O'Hare. I'll give yes, you that. it is. Yeah. O'Hare is huge too. 
sometimes I feel like the people who work there are like from the military because they just like will direct you like so quickly and like I don't know and okay you know what yeah Korean I just remembered the Korean airport is number one because they were so efficient they got us to board the flight earlier you know and take off earlier I can and see also that. we went upstairs and there was a whole like shopping center okay in Turkey it was just like a like a hallway like I don't even know just like little stores it wasn't that it wasn't that crazy see when I flew to California I flew out of Moline, and I was like, okay, I gotta get to the airport like an hour, an hour and a half early. I walked through security, basically, and got all my stuff in less than 10 minutes. So I had to sit in the airport. So you flew from Moline straight to California? Or no. did you have to go to Chicago and then? I, my, so my original flight had a layover in Chicago, but we switched my flight because I was supposed to leave on a Tuesday, but we pushed it forward to leave on a Saturday. So then I had a whole 40 minutes in Denver, and I was running through the airport to make my next flight. Okay. See, because, like, I've never flown out of Moline or, like, you know, one of those Me smaller neither. airports. To I don't where, know what it's like. Yeah, like, I've There's, never been to a smaller airport. Yeah. I've only almost, been, like, those main stage big city yeah. ones. There's almost always a layover in Chicago. It's almost always O'Hare. I've seen Denver. I've seen Atlanta. And I've seen Dallas-Fort Worth. I could never imagine doing, like, a layover at O'Hare, though, from Moline. That's so close to each other. Like Dallas, Dallas-Fort Worth has a nice little airport. I've been to Dallas once or twice, and I've liked their airport a lot. I m- haven't been there. That's where I, I kind of want my next flight to be mm. layover or a layover there. Because all of mine un- always end up being in Denver, which Denver's a fine airport. It's kind of complicated to get around because... Yeah. Denver's airport, I mean, we don't have to go into it, but they've got, like, a history to yeah. it of like the Illuminati built it or something like that and mm. the building just gives me like the heebie-jeebies like yeah I go. It's, it's shaped awkwardly and stuff like that well to get from terminal a b to c or wherever you're going you have to hop on the train that runs underground to get there and yeah that's what we had to do at o'hare and i was they have so a train system there i don't think i've ever known that Mm-hmm. They do? That's what I had to do at O'Hare to get from, like, Terminal something to Terminal 5. Yeah, I had to hop on that. Atlanta Airport has it, too. And then I was like, great, I'm so confused now, like, really? But then I made it on time. Here we go. I think my show, f- I'll show you guys a picture. I that. think really. This is the shape of Denver's airport. Yeah, I've let seen that. Let me see, let me see. Oh, yeah. MG. Yeah, so their their airport is always kind of, like... Wow, I didn't even know that about Colorado. I think my favorite airport has to be, like... If you're John from Colorado Wayne. or Denver, by the way, this is nothing against you. John yeah. Wayne, Santa Ana, where I land in California. It's efficient. It's small. Granted, landing kind of scares me because you're coming in in the middle of Southern California. So it's all basic. It's either mountains or it's like cities that are connected to cities. So you're coming in over like homes and houses and that's all you can see until mm. you land. See, I forget where I was. It may have been... <laughs> Mexico. So I was younger, but I remember the worst landing I ever had with a plane. <laughs> there were it was oh, like no, no, no. kind of bad storms and stuff Stop. like that. So when we were landing, <laughs> like we'd be flying in, right? right? But instead of gradually going down, it just felt like you just dropped. <laughs> and then you like you leveled oh, out, did. dropped, and I was like, "Nope." I looked at my mom and dad. I was like, "This isn't happening." I've right? never had a bad landing before. Oh my god! Can't relate. We landed. So California's been getting all of that rain yeah. off and on. Mm-hmm. So I just happened to be coming in when they were getting one of those like really bad storms, and so we, my friend was watching it, and she was like, "You guys hit like 500 feet, and then you shot back up to like 1500 feet," and I was like, "What?" 
I was like, I didn't feel that, and she and but I was like, but what I did feel was when we hit the ground, we hit the ground way. It felt way too fast because mm. we like skidded down the runway. Sure. And I was sitting next to the nicest Australian family. <laughs> and the mom was looking at her daughter, and she was like, "Was that a rough landing?" And she was like, "Yeah." And the little girl looked at me, and she was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> Well, I think that's going to do it for our first episode of From the Hive for the spring 2023 semester. Uh, for Anna Vary, who did her segment, Dave Baker, our boss, Sierra Mari, mm-hmm. and Bailey Winfrey, I'm Ryan Schistel. Again, this has been From the Hive. We'll be back next week with another one of these episodes. Uh, we hope you enjoy it, and we hope you come back. Thank, Thank you. you.